Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Active Quest. Well, actually, this is the first technical episode of quest formerly known as games list uh we had to change our name due to seo purposes and i think it'll make our lives easier and your lives easier so uh that's why the name name change there active quest is a new name we like it here hope you hope you guys like it as well uh as always my name is joseph yaden i'm your host and today of course i'm with chris penwell back from the dead how's it going <laughs> you weren't dead <laughs> how, how are you how are you feeling it you sound a lot better i imagine than you did before oh oh yeah i, I sound much better than i used to but i apologize uh for my voice today hopefully it gets better next week still a little raspy but i, I some people kind of like that it, it gives it it's like sexy. a little bit of like a <laughs> yeah kind of a yeah. sexy edge sexy and of co- oh god that cough sounds like shit all right <laughs> and josh nichols of course how Hi. are you today I'm I'm not dying, um, but Chris is in Canada, so he won't be dying when he has to pay the bills. So that's nice. Yes, of course. Well, we we're not a political podcast, but yes. <laughs> uh, not to get, we don't want to get into all that. Anyhow, this is uh, episode seven here. We're just going to continue where we left off because nothing in the show is changing, just the name. And really, by the time we get you know fifty, sixty episodes in, however long, it we won't even we won't even be remembering when we used to be called Games List. So let's just let's just you know. Well, we're active quest from now on, and uh, let you know. Let's try to keep this show going how we've been doing it before. So today we've got a lot to cover. Um, so I, it kind of worked out how we did it. Uh, Chris, you were not out, or you weren't here last week where we did our Xbox Sorry about that, coverage. Yeah. No, no, which is totally fine because you your Xbox is not your strong suit. Nah, so it's not. It kind of it worked out. So today we're going to be covering the year of 2019 for Nintendo, sort of looking ahead at the games that are coming out, what we think might happen, what we want to happen. And Nintendo sort of is something thing. we all have a, a soft spot for. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, then, and next week, of course, we'll be doing uh, PlayStation. Um, but before we get to that, we've got a ton of news to get through. This week has been pretty busy with news. Uh, we're going to talk about Resident Evil 2, a little bit of Kingdom Hearts 3, some release dates, um, and then an interesting lawsuit going on uh, at uh, Gearbox. So that, you know, that'll be kind of messy to get into there, but we'll, we'll cover that too. And then, of course, ending the episode with what we've been playing. So you guys ready to get, get into some news for today? Oh, yeah. All right, let's do it. So the first story here, um, nothing too wild to report on, um, just uh, that PS4 is continuing to dominate in sales. Um, so as, as of the, uh, I guess, the, the posting of that article, um, it, there's a Polygon article here saying that 
PS4s has have sold almost uh, 92 million units, which is just absurd. Um, if it continues at this rate, it's going to be you know in Wii territory, which is pretty awesome since the Wii sold so well. Um, I'm not gonna read too far into this article here, just because it's you know just basically that it's you know, it's impressive well. that they actually could become the highest selling like system of all time. Though that's really it's getting cool. close to yeah, PS2. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know that it would get to that point because uh, PS2 I think is like 150 million lightning in is, a bottle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't I don't know that it would get to that point. Well, but still, point, like you know, uh, PS4 has yeah. sold more than PS2. Um, oh, you mean yeah. As, like, as of sales at this it. point in time oh, in the console yeah. cycle. Uh, that, I got that from PS huh. Nation. They looked into it and yeah. Uh, so so with that, then maybe... It could, could yeah, be on like, track to do it, yeah. Yeah, so like, let's see. PS2, when did it like really finally die? Like maybe 2011, That was I also guess? a really long generation, like because of economic reasons and then also because like, you know, it just it just kind of kept going on yeah. a little bit. So, so, PS, so maybe by 2023... If if you use the same sort of time span, PS4 will have outsold PS2. That would be crazy, man. So yeah, congratulations to Sony on that, uh, man. Just what a fu- like what a banger. And especially when you look at you know how people were talking about systems before they came out, like console gaming is dead. Yeah, uh, just <laughs> the just rise of the uh, yeah, this, and Android this, systems. <laughs> yeah, this generation, so. like a lot of the big developer publishers, like EA and stuff. That was actually why they pushed to have like inquisition on 360 and ps3 because they were really i mean this is it's it seems so long ago but at, at the right. time this is when they were afraid that you know mobile gaming was gonna like actually kill console gaming exactly so, which you know i could see why they thought that but yeah. uh thankfully they were proved wrong um so anyhow let's keep moving on here um this is something that is uh, near and dear to my heart and I, I guess chris as well um the resident evil 2 remake demo is live on playstation 4 and xbox systems uh right now um so and this demo is a little bit interesting so it's not just straight up a demo you know a normal demo that you would think uh that you would think of when you think of demos this is one that you only have 30 minutes to complete it yeah and I just find that interesting. I think that's a great sort of like marketing tactic almost because people are like, oh, I really want to get in and, and get that finished. And people just sort of are talking about it more, right? Like, what do you guys think about that? I think it's really neat. And it's also really uh, reminiscent of the time frame, time period from when Resident Evil 2 released because that's how demos used to be. It was kind of like, not necessarily time, but like they would just kind of chop out like a little chunk at the beginning of the game. And that was how demos yeah. were. You know, it was just, you can play up until this point. Um, mm-hmm. so that's kind of what they're doing a little bit, except for it's, it's, uh, you could, you could go farther if you were really good, um, in that time yeah. frame. Yeah. It's, it's really weird though, because I, okay. So I played through it and I beat it. I mean the demo beat the, I finished the demo and it told me my time at the end of it. Um, and it said something like 13 minutes and I'm like, there is no way I only played this for 13 minutes. It felt like I, like, I felt like I was running out of time and that it would just cut me off, you know, at any second. And it didn't do that. It, it, it said, I, you, you know, probably finished the main objective that they like had set out for, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe like cutscenes don't count. I don't know. I mean, we'll get into, cause uh, Chris and I both played through it. We'll get into that later. But Chris, did you actually get through the demo? Did you complete it? I only got to a certain point. I got the first coin and then I was done. Like I got confused where to go. Um, but I still, oh, I still loved the demo. I still really liked it. Um, so, so, but just, it it cut it did cut you off then, right? Like oh, yeah. abruptly. Yeah, yeah, abruptly. 
interesting. I think it's a bummer that once you hit that time frame, like that, the demos are, like you can't even like redo it. But you can switch to a different console. <laughs> you can switch oh, to a sure. different yeah, like, profile. And... <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, oh, and actually, um, I know we were discussing this earlier. Um, there is a time limit to the when you can download the demo as well. I'm reading this uh, Polygon article here by Michael McWhorter. Um, so it's going to be available from January 11th through the 31st. Okay, okay. that's plenty of time for people yeah. to get to check it which out. Is, which is after the game comes out, too, because the game comes out the 25th. So it kind of can give people a little bit of a taste to see if they want to jump into it. So that'll be really cool. If you are maybe on the fence about Resident Evil... Or if you just love Resident Evil, you want to play it as much as you can immediately, uh, please go download the demo. It is very good, and I'm I'm so excited. I haven't he's, played it yet, but I downloaded I'm going to check it out tonight. I'm really time, excited for, for it. These limited time demos are really cool, because they kind of drive up excitement just before the game comes out. It's like releasing a beta for Battlefield or something, or Battlefront, where like you're playing it for a little bit, and then you get excited for the full game release. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it I don't know, like I said before, it just kind of gets everybody talking about it more just because it's a weird demo, you know? So I think yeah. it's a, it's great marketing. Um, so moving on here, um, we've got a little bit of Kingdom Hearts news here. And Chris, I, you know, of course, this is something that's right up your alley. Yeah. Um, so this was just a, a tweet we pulled here. Um, so the voice actor that plays Cloud in Kingdom Hearts says that the character is not going to appear in Kingdom Hearts 3. Which I, I don't I don't know a whole lot about Kingdom Hearts, so I don't know if that's a substantial. It's thing a big or not. thing. Um, basically, okay. Kingdom Hearts was made on the foundation of Final Fantasy and Disney coming together, and so far the only Final Fantasy character we've seen is the Moogle that you interact with for like the shop. So, oh, like yeah. no Final Fantasy huh. characters have been shown in the trailers or the promotional material. And it's making Kingdom Hearts fans worry a little bit. And this is um, Steve Burton, the voice actor of a cloud. He said on his Facebook Live post that he's not going to be doing any voice work for it. So now people are asking, what's going on? What's going on with this game? Because there's no Final Fantasy representation at all, it seems like. Right. And um, so, like, you're someone who's bummed out about this, I'm guessing. I, I'm, I'm pretty bummed out. Um, as the series has progressed, there's been less and less Final Fantasy representation. Um, I'm hoping maybe um, some 13 or 15 representation shows up within the worlds itself. Like in um, Olympus in Kingdom Hearts 2, Oren from Final Fantasy X shows up, which was really cool. Um, right. And like yeah, I'm it, just hoping it, we see some sort of cameo like that. Because like in Kingdom Hearts 2, like, it's a little disappointing that Cloud's not in this because the, it kind of had a cliffhanger. <laughs> right so not having yeah. him in this game is a bit weird interesting and i imagine like if they were to put final fantasy characters in it it would be like the more modern games just to kind of keep with the modernity of yeah. it you know like 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 maybe they'd put um noctis or whatever from final fantasy 15 in it or something like that and maybe maybe they just don't want to give that away that they are included yeah. but with seven remake coming up it's a bit strange as well because that's the next project so a bit well, odd. when you yeah. say when you say Resident Evil coming up, or not Resident Evil, sorry, <laughs> I've, I have Resident Evil on my mind. Uh, when you say Final Fantasy VII coming up, what do you mean when you say coming up? Because I don't, <laughs> I don't know that that game is coming up. Well, that's the next that, project. I think what he after means is it's yeah. yeah. I think what he yeah. means is it's it's coming up, and so you better get this party started. Yeah, yeah. I, oh God, yeah. I just. I, 
I don't I don't know how far along I don't know that's a discussion for another time but anyway yeah that's something that we wanted to mention just that you know if you're a Kingdom Hearts fan and you're looking forward to Cloud well he's not going to be in the game unfortunately um so moving on just a few dates here um this is one that i'm really excited about because i never actually played this game um looks like dragon's dogma dark arisen is is coming to switch and it is making its way to the system april 23rd uh i like i said i never played that game and it, I, it, I didn't either i'm excited to though yeah it, it's a little bit like i hate i know people overuse this comparison but it's a little bit like dark souls and i'm a huge dark souls fan so that's something that i'm really excited about have any so you said you didn't play it Josh. yeah Did sorry i didn't mean to interrupt i just got so excited because no, it, no, no. it looks like it'd be right up my alley i just it, yeah. it came out on when it came out in three uh 360 and ps3 there was like a whole bunch of other like stuff like i was playing and i just you know kind of got lost in the mix um, right. But I, had, I remember a lot of friends at the time were talking about how good it was, and I always intended to play it. So this yeah. this port is uh, really exciting. I almost bought it on a Xbox One or PS4 when you know when it came out in those systems like a little while back, and I'm glad I yep. didn't because this will be fun to play in the Switch. Oh yeah, I feel like having it on a handheld is definitely the way to go. Hopefully it runs okay. I mean it's a last gen game, so yeah. Should, I'm, the Dark Souls okay. port, from what I understand, was pretty good. Oh, um, dude, so. the, the Dark Souls port was fantastic and what was interesting about it is like a couple weeks before they put out this like uh sort of beta version of it and uh-huh. it ran like absolute garbage <laughs> so everybody was like um what yeah is i remember going people on? on game faqs were like i'm canceling my pre-order this yeah. is uh no yep and then it came out and it was totally fine uh chris did you play this uh dragon song i Dark t- dipped my toes into it i didn't really dig it that much my dad loved oh, okay. it. My dad loves his you... West Snappy GC really <laughs> going into the game. But for me... is your... <sighs> Does your dad have a Switch? Oh, uh, no, he doesn't have a Switch, but he played it on the PS3 when it originally came out. Uh, okay. um, it's it's epic in scale. Yeah. Like It's kind of like Shadow of the Colossus where you could jump on creatures and yeah. fight them from oh, like, weak points. And it's pretty fun, but what got me was like the mission structure was pretty repetitive. Um, yeah and okay. the, well, i like that you can design your own character my brother-in-law designed this like tall like naked looking golem looking guy <laughs> and it looked really great because like no one reacted to how just absolutely ugly this character was God. it was great oh man the dark souls characters people make are so funny anyway uh so yeah i look forward to playing that i you know what's funny is if a game comes out on ps4 that i'm like not too wild about i probably like you know i won't consider even picking it up but if that same game comes out on switch i'm like more inclined to buy it and i don't know why oh no like, I, I get it it's it's i guess it's because it's handheld but like why does that matter i don't know it, i don't even play my would... switch in handheld mode that often but just the fact that i have the ability to just get up and play that in a different room of the yeah, house is just I guess that's, so enticing yeah. I guess that's what that is. So yeah, we look forward to that April 23rd. Um, so another uh, date here, and this is one that actually is a, is a date that got pushed back, uh, Tropico 6. Um, I never got into the Tropico series. It seems like it's way too complicated for me. Um, but it, that one I think was originally supposed to come out in January and got pushed to uh, late March. It looks like March 29th of 2019. Um, and I covered that story at PlayStation Lifestyle. And it looks like there was like a beta or something and people were just... Um, uh, like yeah, they had a lot of suggestions for them, and then well, yeah, good on them then for uh, yeah, yeah, you know, delaying it and taking them to account. Hopefully, yeah, and you know what's interesting too is if you pre-order the game by like a certain date, I think it was January tenth, so the date has passed by now. But if you had pre-ordered it digitally, uh, you got the first DLC for free. That's so cool. That's that, good. Good. Yeah, yeah. I, I that's and that kind of like that kind of like sets a precedent almost for other games that get push get pushed back. Like I feel like a lot of 
of people can maybe take notes from that where like oh if something gets pushed back oh you know you get a free x whatever you know you get a free download thing so that that seems kind of interesting um have any of you guys played the tropico games uh my mother-in-law has because <laughs> she yeah, likes games like that plays... okay. but i haven't played it she said they're really fun though and mm. um my wife played a little bit of it uh of like three beca- uh, because she likes the sims and stuff and she said it was pretty fun so it's, it's definitely something we'll probably pick up yeah so and that'll be ps4 xbox one pc of course um okay so moving on here speaking of pc so this is interesting uh, it looks like Catherine. Like, you know, the game that's about to be remastered, or I guess, is it remade, remastered, whatever, for PS4 uh, and Vita, which we'll get into that in a second, it it also came out on PS, or I'm sorry, on PC. But with that, it's like, it's the original version, right? It's not the Yeah, the um, it, there's, there's nothing, it, it's just the one that came out in 316 PS3. Yeah, so I've got a, a Polygon article here, this is from Allegra Frank. Um, Catherine, the 2011 romantic, romantic thriller meets platformer developed by the Persona team is now available on Steam. It's sort of a surprise release that marks a major step for the Japanese developer. Um, Catherine Classic is Atlas's first internally developed game to come to Windows PC. So, um, that, yeah, that's an interesting thing. And you were talking about this earlier, Josh, that you were like kind of hoping that that, uh, is an indication as to maybe atlas working with pc more yeah i mean i mean hopefully because uh there's a, i mean they, you know they've got a pretty big library and there's some people that you know might not play on console but they will they will buy their games on pc and mm-hmm. uh that won't really cannibalize their 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 console sales much i don't think which um we, we've xbox already kind of went into those waters and they said it, it it was it didn't really hurt anything you know too much so i think it'll just translate into more sales um yeah which i think is cool and it's a yeah. great game um i don't want to go off on a tangent but i just uh finally oh, yeah, completed it for finished. the first time yeah, yeah you sorry. just finished it yeah that's yeah, uh, great yeah so chris is this something you're interested in um like i'm not much of a pc gamer myself but i hope this leads the way for more atlas games like persona the persona series would be amazing hopefully the older ones too yeah but i think this is the yeah. influence of sega as well because they've been putting a lot of recent games like uh well old games actually like vanquish on pc and valkyria chronicles and that has done really well for them so i'm not surprised that Catherine and perhaps more atlas games persona (laughs) comes up come out on pc soon one uh kind of bad thing i saw i was reading on the the steam community about it and i guess some people were running the uh video footage through um you know frame rate counters and whatnot like Digital Foundry uses. Digital Foundry, yeah. Yeah, and I guess this is kind of a, a, a bummer. Uh, the 4K resolution does seem to be there. I mean, I believe it's upscaled. But the, the big bummer is it says it's got an unlocked frame rate, and I guess that's only really in the like menu and UI. I guess the gameplay itself is actually 30 frames, and there's just duplicate frames inserted to make it look smooth. You know what I mean? Where it's like faking the frame uh, rate. Huh. I'm guessing yeah. that's creator's content. Uh, in intent not content intent <laughs> yeah but i mean i played it on on the 360 version xbox one and it was fine at 30 frames so it's yeah. just kind of dishonest but the game will still play fine yeah it's kind of like a loophole of like yeah. saying it's like yeah so it's kind of weird but anyway um so that's out now you can download that um and we don't have a like a source on this but um it was reported earlier too that the ps vita version of the full body catherine game that's coming out is only going to be releasing in japan so basically you know if you were looking forward to catherine full body uh, on the vita uh, i better import a copy and learn to read japanese i guess so 
that's kind of a bummer. You know, I was looking forward to Catherine on on Vita. So oh, me too. I was I was gonna pick it up on there. I guess I'll probably just pick it up on PS4 now. But yeah. um, yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's just you know, as we were talking about earlier, I was just thinking like, man, you know, obviously nobody gives a shit about the Vita except for like five people, and it's just a shame that it's it's not going out with some dignity like they just you know and that the whole limited run game saying where they were running out of cartridges and they couldn't i wonder if it projects. could still come in limited run because there's been vita games canceled before and then yeah you know i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to him actually josh fairhurst the owner of limited run i'm, I'm seeing if i can get an interview with him and i want to talk to him about vita and see what happens with that but that that's another story for another because that man that would be really it, and here's the my big bummer with it being canceled in vita too is in the, in the west at least is like that's a very niche Japanese game, and those games do really well in the Vita anyway. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. it, it would sell fine, I'm sure. High attach rate, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. I I would not expect anything to change on that just because it's so you know so weird and so niche. Um, so last two stories here. Um, this one here is one that kind of like blew me away just because of how wild it is. Like you don't really hear stuff like this often. So, uh, of course, you know, Jason Schreier doing his fantastic reporting as he does. Um, he, he's got an article here on Kotaku. And this is, uh, former Gearbox lawyer accuses CEO Randy Pitchford of taking secret $12 million bonus in lawsuit uh, Gears, Gearbox calls absurd. So, I don't want to read the whole article here just because it's, it's so long, but we'll, we'll take some snippets here. Um, so it says, uh, quote, the former general counsel of game studio Gearbox, Borderlands, Aliens, Colonial Marines, um, RIP that game, by the way, it sucks. <laughs> That's me saying that, by the way. Um, and CEO Randy Pitchford are suing one another in a messy legal battle that sees both men accused of violating their legal duties to the company. The suit against Pitchford is full of sensational allegations, including the accusation that the Gearbox CEO received a secret $12 million bonus from publisher Take-Two Interactive as an advance against Borderlands profits. Uh, Wade Callender, who served as Gearbox's lawyer from 2010 to 2018, filed a suit on December 21, 2018, accusing Pitchford of violating various contracts involving both Gearbox and a separate real estate company that they both owned, as well as Callender's own employment contract. Quote, the allegations made by a disgruntled former employee are absurd, with no basis in reality or law, said a, gear, uh, said a Gearbox uh, spokesperson in a statement to Kotaku. We look forward to addressing the, this meritless lawsuit in court and have no further comment at this time. So let's go down here a little bit. Um, I just want to get to the, the crazy part here. Okay, here we go. So um, this is, let's see, oh yeah, oh, you know, it looks like they updated the article, but anyway, um, so this goes on, several, ar- several hours after the publication of this story, Ars Technicia, hope I'm pronouncing Ars that right. tracked down, okay, thank you, <laughs> tracked down a magic podcast on which Pitchford had appeared last year. Around the, the same time, a Gearbox spos- spokesperson also emailed the podcast to Kotaku. In an episode that went live December 22nd, 2018, the day after the lawsuit was filed, Pitchford told his version of the USB stick story for the first time, he said. Pitchford described his enjoyment of, quote, cam girl girl, uh, pornography in which a woman streams live erotic content and explained that he had saved several porn video, had saved a porn video of a cam girl on said memory card stick before it was lost. So... Earlier, uh, it had rep- it, there was maybe a, an allegation that it was like an underage sort of thing, but it you know doesn't seem like there's any evidence of that yet. So I guess they're not you know whatever we're not sort of labeling it that. Um, and then 
this goes on here. This is not a sex worker. This is a fucking magician. He he added saying he had purchased one of her videos and put it on a USB stick. Some some kid, an employee of the Medieval Times, discovered this memory stick, took it home, and accessed it because it was it was before we were password protecting and discovered secrets of my company and future games in development because that was saved onto the file um, and discovered the pornography and it was barely legal porn. The girl's handle was only eighteen. End quote. Okay, man, that is some shit. The article's long, too. You go ahead and give uh, Kotaku the click on that just because there's a lot going on there. But isn't that freaking crazy? Like, Jesus Christ. That's, like, holy shit, like, crazy stuff, man. I haven't haven't seen anything like that since I've been covering games. I'm glad that Randy uh, addressed the situation, at least. You know, I'm glad he said something. It's better to do that than not say anything. Um, And I'm I'm happy to hear that it was, you know, not in pedo territory of course sure um, yeah, uh, yeah. A, a bit creepy there's a conversation we had there etc cetera, etc cetera. but at least it was nothing um yeah. i'm glad it's something in bad taste and not something you know illegal of course and at a, right. a minor's expense ex- you know that kind of thing of course yeah. um so what what's interesting too is the whole thing about like the the 12 million dollars thing like i don't know shit about law so like i don't know where that falls in that like it doesn't i don't know like it, He's, like, pocketing money, basically, right? So, like, that obviously doesn't sound good, but, like, if it's his money, like, is it no okay to pocket? I don't know. It just... Gets... It would depend on his ownership of the company and, like, yeah. what his stake... He, it, it may have been... It may end up becoming one of those things where, like, it was supposed to be for the company and it was douchey for him right. to just pocket it, but it might be legal. So, so, and then one thing, too, and I, I reported on this story as well on PlayStation Lifestyle, is that... All of this, it seems like really messy, and it seems like stuff that might take up a lot of their time. This is probably why we haven't heard a whole lot from Borderlands 3. Yeah, and, it definitely would probably delay that. Right? Like, I mean, if a legal battle this messy comes up where, you know, you're suing someone and they're suing you back, and he's supposedly pocketing all this money that's supposed to be going to the funding of this game, like, yeah, yeah that seems like maybe that's why there's a few bumps in the road. So, yeah, we're, we'll have to see what happens with with that whole thing because obviously it's like a legal battle where you know things will arise and things will be proven disproven that it, kind of it thing. may take a while but, but yeah it's just sound it's just sound completely messed up <laughs> over there at gearbox um but like we've heard of shady stuff before from gearbox right about aliens mm-hmm. colonial marines yeah. them taking money for that too but um yeah I don't, I, it just sounds completely crazy but i haven't got much to add to this discussion i guess well do you, I mean, but do you think that's a good point? Like, that maybe this is why we haven't heard a whole lot from Borderlands 3? Like, do you think... I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about their, their development over there, but it just seems weird. Like, we know that game is being worked on, but they haven't, like, talked about it publicly. It definitely seems like it would have come out sooner if it weren't for this. So was yeah. that 12 million taken away from the development? Like, did he just take that yeah, money so that it, was supposed to go towards that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, and that's, boy. I guess, the, that's the... That's the legal issue here where, like, I guess they're trying to figure out if, in fact, that money was supposed to go towards the company or if it was, you know, in fact, his money that he was able to pocket. That's why it's getting so weird and messy. And I, I don't, I'm not educated with law, so I don't know a whole lot about it, you know. So, yeah, we'll have to see what happens with that. I really like Borderlands. I hope that comes out. And, you know, that's not the only thing on my mind, of course. Like, I, it is worrisome about those allegations and all that. And, yeah, I'm just I'm not educated with law enough to, like, make a an intelligent assessment here all i can say is that holy shit that's crazy so, so, so yeah. it's, 
it's true. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, yes, if you read section 2B, line 8, it'll clearly say, like, I don't know, shit. So, in, in case anyone is curious, though, there's uh, Jason Schreier being the, the boss that he is. He's got, like, all the legal documents that were filed yeah. on, on the site, so you can, you can you can dig through it and look. Yeah, like yeah. The, so, so, yeah, just, you know, it, it, there's a Kota- great Kotaku article that Jason Schreier covered, so please look at that if you're someone who is uh you know legal savvy and can maybe sift through that and make any sense of it i tried looking at it and it literally was just like that joke i made it was just you know section 2b line a i'm like i don't know what that means but okay cool um so moving on uh this is a last news story and then we'll take a quick break here um nintendo president thinks the company could move beyond consoles now that's kind of an interesting headline, and sure, maybe it's designed to, to get clicks, I guess. I, I don't I don't really know. But uh, this is a Game Informer article by uh, Im- Imran Khan. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, it reads, quote, It's been a weird decade for Nintendo. After the massive success of the Wii and the DS, the Japanese giant saw themselves crouched in a defensive position, admitting they overcharged for the Nintendo 3DS and having to cut the price dramatically. The Wii U shook confidence both in and within the company, uh, becoming one of the Nintendo's biggest failures in their long history. Um, now the Switch is on fire, but the Nintendo, but Nintendo's new president, Shuntaro Furukawa, God, <laughs> isn't quick to forget how the company's fortunes were just recently tied to flagging consoles. Um, in an inter- in an interview with Japanese newspaper Nikkei, 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 translated by Nintendo Everything, Furukawa posted the idea home consoles are not the end-all be-all, be-all for Nintendo anymore. Um, quote, we aren't really fixated by- on our consoles, Furukawa told Nikkei. <laughs> quote, at the moment we're offering the uniquely developed Nintendo Switch and its software, and that's what we're basing how we deliver the Nintendo experience on. That being said, technology changes and we'll quickly, or we'll, we'll quickly, or sorry, we'll continue to think flexibly about how to deliver that experience as time goes on, end quote. So I think, I think maybe people are just reading too much into this here. Um, I mean, I, yeah, like, sure, they, Sure, they, they can develop stuff for other platforms. You know, they've got mobile and things like that. But yeah, I think maybe this is just kind of people reading a headline and going, holy shit, without getting too far into the world. Yeah, I definitely don't think they're going to stop making consoles. <laughs> I think that if anything, they're just, this is kind of uh, them internally reacting to the success of a console handheld hybrid. Right, yeah. Um, and, you know, as you remember, they started out as a toy company, right? So right. Like, I think their roots kind of are you know still there right and so maybe that's just what they're thinking about i i would be shocked if to see nintendo you know stop making software and hardware for for video games i think that at the most what they what the biggest takeaway you could probably take from this is they're probably suggesting that they're not opposed to keeping the switch mentality going on the next console they make you know right yeah exactly on an interesting note though kind of on this topic you can buy uh switch games in the humble store now yeah, that's a, that. I saw that too. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I don't. I don't think Nintendo is done with hardware. At least not anytime soon. Um. The Switch is doing so well. So you know, it, it'll be it'll be a while before that even would remotely happen. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. I think this is the mindset of all three major um, console makers right now: Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo. Microsoft's working on Xbox Games Pass and they're focusing more and more on it and they have their games on PC as well. Um, 
and they have their games on Xbox Games Pass day one. So for me, like I think there's less of a focus on consoles and more of a digital library. Yeah, how to play the game because it, 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 they want it to be accessible to everyone. And Google, Amazon are rumored to be entering the game space as well, so it's going to be more competition. And these, all these games, all these um, services are going to be more widely available. So I think that's what they mean by that. Um, for a car right. means by that, but I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. And, and you have to remember too, this is translated from Japanese, so maybe a little bit of that could have gotten lost, like the Absolutely. tone or yeah. or like just you know how he meant something, and and you know the language barrier there might have caused some of the miscommunication there. But yeah, I don't. I don't think this means that, okay, Switch is the last uh, console and, you know, whatever. Like, that's, I don't think that's what that means. So, yeah, we'll have to see what happens with that. It's also worth pointing out, too, Nintendo is one of the few, I think they're the only, to my knowledge, I I think they're the only one out of all three that profits off their systems. Uh, Sony and Microsoft and usually all hardware manufacturers, they'll they'll take a loss in the hardware and make it up later. Um, Nintendo makes money. At first, Nintendo yeah. makes yeah at first My, Nintendo yeah. the Wii U is the first system where they actually lowered the price to where they weren't making a profit off of it but other than that they've always made a profit on their hardware so they really have an incentive to stay in the hardware market as well right yeah that's a good point I think when PS4 first came out they were either breaking even or even taking a loss on it uh, but now PS4 yeah, now they're definitely making money yeah. but yeah the Switch I actually just saw an article the other day that like if anything they're just going to make even more money as the system sells but like yeah. they were making a profit from day one on it right exactly so so point is uh there this is not the end of consoles at least for the foreseeable future so yeah wouldn't worry too much about that yeah but um anyway let's uh let's take a quick break here and then when we come back we'll talk about uh Nintendo for the year of 2019 and what we uh, are looking forward to, uh, you know, the games that are supposedly releasing this year and what we would like to see from the system, what we think would, we're going to see from the Switch. So please, so please look forward to that. When we come back. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us here. Um, so today we're going to be looking ahead at the year of 2019 for the Nintendo Switch. We're going to talk about games uh, and, you know, just sort of what is planned for the year and what we think might be planned for the year. So let's first go through the games that are supposedly coming out this year. And then after that, we'll talk maybe like predictions, that kind of thing. Um, so this one actually is already out as of the recording of this episode, but I think it is worth mentioning just because it's like the, the big january game they have and this is the port of new super mario bros u or sorry new it's new super mario bros deluxe u or is it u deluxe i think it's new super mario bros u deluxe yeah what a fucking name and that's what just yeah yeah that's what just came out on friday yeah and so this is the port of the wii u game it was a launch title on the wii u which was freaking fantastic i think that game does not get the credit it deserves i think it's 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 one of the best yeah, I think it's one of the best 2D Mario games ever. I know that's controversial. Um, no, it's definitely among those games. I think I think I don't think it's it's controversial considered to be up there with you know the big ones for sure. Yeah, man. But so so uh, Josh, you've been playing this now, right? And oh yeah, I'm yeah. 
So maybe we'll get into it later when we talk about what games we've been playing, but just quick synopsis, yay or nay on this. Oh, it's it's fantastic. Um, my only problem with it when I got a Wii U at launch was um, Nintendo wasn't doing that much. Uh, they weren't doing that many different things or, or that much to push Mario forward. Right. So it, it it was like, this is really great, but I want something else happening on the side. In, in the climate of Mario Odyssey... And uh, a post Mario Maker world where I'm sure we'll see more of that. But like I'm saying, with them experimenting with Mario and other fronts, I'm okay with a hey, this is just a really polished, fun 2D Mario. Yeah. And so like, I'm finding myself enjoying it a lot more because of those things, you know. Right. And I yeah, like to your point, it doesn't do anything drastically different or anything like that. But I think it's just so solid in yeah. every aspect that it's definitely worth picking up. Uh, Chris, is this one that you're going to be playing? Um, nah, nah, like, I've never really, I, I enjoyed the 2D Marios a lot when I was a kid and as a teenager. Yeah. But I kind of got, got bored of them after a while. Yeah. Got all that fatigue of Mario. Yeah. Um, especially of this series, New Super Mario Brothers, so probably won't be one I pick up, but I'm glad you guys like it. Yeah, I was just about to say, eh, maybe pick it up when it goes on sale, but then I'm like, oh yeah, we're talking about Nintendo here, good luck with that. So yeah, um, so then uh, this is a this isn't a game that's going to be released, but it's worth mentioning um, the Piranha Plant coming to uh, Smash, and then of course you know Joker that's going to be coming later on this year. Yes. Um, oh, is the Piranha Plant like normal DL? I got it for pre-ordering. Is it like yeah, yes, cool? yes. So if you picked up the game by a certain date and then registered it uh, on my Nintendo, you they should have sent you a code and. That will be available to download this month. I don't have a date for it, but that'll be yeah, that'll be rolling out this month sometime. Uh, Joker, I imagine too, will be this year. I can't imagine they would hold that till next year, um, as well as probably most of the DLC that we'll, that we'll be seeing for the game. I think will probably come out this yeah. year. Um, By February twenty twenty, I think it is February twenty twenty. All the five DLCs. Uh, okay, yeah. cool, 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 cool. So yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, I'm still loving Smash Bros. So yeah, more of that would be great. Um, so moving on here, Yoshi's Crafted World. God, I feel like this has been in development for years. I'm so um, excited. Oh, yeah, it looks really cool. Um, so we finally got a release date of March 29th for this one. Um, this is one that I might not pick up. I don't know. Uh, maybe Josh, you're excited. Sell me. Oh, one. day one. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. So the the Yoshi games have always been, um, I think, more of where they experiment with the platformer. Like uh, I. I think the Yoshi games are where they put their more experimental 2D ideas, you know? And um, uh, Yoshi's Woolly World in the Wii U is really fun. I hope we get a port of that in the Switch. That's a different story, though. But uh, Craft World looks really fun. It looks. I, I think we're going to see a lot of uh, experimentation, uh, not only on the graphics, obviously, that we've already seen, but I think the gameplay is also going to be really fun because ever since Yoshi's Island on the, the, the SNES, you know, that's always been kind of where I think they kind of put their more experimental uh, 2d ideas you know so I, i'm really excited about it i'm gonna be getting it day one uh it looks it looks it just it looks it's what i want in a yoshi game you know yeah i like that uh you can do the levels frontwards and backwards and when you go through it backwards you'll you see like the back sides of all of these things that you've saw. oh yeah and before. i get just nauseous kind of cool. thinking about how much time must have taken to ensure that it works still that you know what i mean like that would have mm -hmm. taken a lot of time to Okay, while we design this, we have to decide, uh, can this work backwards too? And not just work, but how can it work in an interesting way, which is kind of Nintendo's thing, you know? Right, yeah. That was one of my favorite things about Wario Land 4, uh, where you would have to you would get to the end, hit the, the timer, and then run back, 
like through the level and it still worked. So yeah, I yeah. don't know. I, I'm, I'm probably not going to pick that one up day one, but if you grab it and you say you're in love with it, I might grab a copy of it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be getting it. I'll be ta- I'll be talking about it a lot. So love how vivid the art style oh, is. Gorgeous. It just it just it just proves that Nintendo don't exactly need PS4, Xbox One quality visuals. Um, right. You know because based based on the art style, they can make it look amazing. Right. Exactly. And it's so, like they reject it not because it's not because they're stupid or don't know how to do that. It's that they're like that's boring. Everyone's already doing that. Let's do something you know else. And I, I like that a lot. Right. Yeah. So moving on, um, this is one that is coming out soon. Uh, I, I know we've got Fire Emblem here on the docket, but let's let's just skip over that real fast. Just just we'll come back to it. Um, Travis strikes again. No more heroes. That'll be out next uh, next week. Let me get the forty date. bucks too. Yeah, that is the 18th. That'll be at the 18th. Um, so this is one, yeah, just because that $40 price point, I think I'm, I'm going to grab here. I, I never really played any of the normal I haven't no either. Heroes yeah. games, but yeah, I'm totally on board for this. Uh, 40 bucks, yeah, that's fine. You put anything on the Switch for 40 bucks, it could be a bad game, and like, I'm in. You know, like that's a, <laughs> it really increases the impulse factor for me, Yeah. you know? Well, but yeah, especially and, since I haven't played this one, so. Right, and so. at all, the and so. What's interesting about this is it, it's going to be like a lot of mini games as well. So I, I've got the like sort of description pulled up here. The levels are inspired by various video game genres such as platforming games and RPGs. Despite this, gameplay and combat itself predominantly plays out as a hack and slash, similar to that of no more uh, previous no more heroes titles. Occasionally undergoing perspective changes and introducing new gimmick gimmicks or mini games that are pertinent to the genre of each individual game. So it seems like just all over the place, different kinds of mini games and lots of variety in that. So for that, yeah, I'm totally down. Um, and yeah, this is one that was revealed at the uh, Switch reveal back, you know, two years ago now. Yeah. And it's finally coming out. So woohoo on that. Like, it just it seems like, you know, it's been in development for so long. Holy crap. I really like how they launched that system. Like the first year had like a couple of big staples, you know, Mario, Splatoon, Zelda, etc. Never heard uh, of them. <laughs> and, and then they're like okay guys those games we all kind of briefly said hey we're working on this that's all we have for now i i like that we're seeing those come to fruition now you know right another nice thing is that there's a bunch of like cameos from other indie games like uh bit trip runner Ooh. 2064 read only memories uh blazing chrome dundera earth uh earth atlantis floor kids galaxy oh floor kids golf story and Holly- hollow knight so yeah, there's a bunch of different like in indie representation in this game as well. That's great. I like cool. that a lot. Yeah. 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 So that. Yeah. So I, I look forward to that again. That'll be out next week, uh, January 18th. Um. So yeah, let's let's get back to Fire Emblem here. I just wanted to do that one, uh, the Travis Strikes again, just because that's coming out yeah. so soon. Um, Fire Emblem doesn't have a date, but this is Fire Emblem Three Houses. I we don't really know a whole lot about it, or at least I no, I haven't seen a whole lot. Literally, I mean, it says Fire Emblem, so I'm picking it up day one, of course. But yeah, I don't I don't really know a whole lot about it. Um, so this was announced in a direct, I think, in January of 2017, um, or maybe this was. Did, God, I can't remember. Was this during the reveal of the system? I don't think so. No, no, there was a Fire Emblem Direct that announced it, but they didn't really show any details, and they showed it at an E3, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. E3. Yeah. E3. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so there's gonna be there're gonna be a few uh, protagonists here. It looks like four protagonists: uh, Byleth, Edelgard, yeah. Dimitri, and Claude. Which 
I don't care, man. You can you can shit out a game and put Fire Emblem in the title, and I'll, <laughs> and I'll buy it, man. I'm I'm so down for more Fire Emblem, especially you know being able to put it on a big screen and then take it on the go. Like I've only oh, played Awakening. That was my first one, and I absolutely loved that game so much. Like I yeah. would have paid twice as much for that game. That game had so much for forty bucks in it. Like oh, oh my God. gosh, yeah. So yeah, um, I I can't wait. I I I'm wishful thinking. I'd love Awakening to be on the Switch too somehow. But yeah, yeah that's, I'm definitely yeah. buying this this three houses game. It, it's going to be I love I love Fire Emblem. It's great. Yeah, it's set for Q2, so hopefully that's this year. You know, hopefully that doesn't get pushed back or anything like that. Uh, Chris, is this one you're going to be jumping in on? Um, I really liked uh, Awakening, and uh, I was a bit um, lukewarm on the next one, Fates. Fates. I think it's called. Yeah. Can't remember. Yeah, yeah, Fire Emblem Fates. Oh, you reviewed but, those, I think. Yeah, too. like if if three houses is good. I'll pick it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think the first time I played Awakening, it was very new for me, you know? Like, I never really played a game like that. So it was, like, really magical experiencing that for the first time. And then when Fates came out, it was pretty much a lot of the same stuff, right? And so that magic wasn't really there. It anymore. felt kind of like what should have been an expansion if Nintendo was more versed in DLC and expansions. You know what I mean? Like, that's what right. it felt like to me. Yeah, so hopefully that one will come out this year. Day one buy for me, and it seems like you too, Josh, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah I'm then, so excited. And then maybe we'll convince Chris to get it. Uh, all right, uh, moving on, we've got Damon X Machina, which is sort of the uh, mech game um, that was announced. Oh, at yeah, E3. that looked really cool, yeah. Yeah, um, this is one, I mean, I love mech games, and I think the art is beautiful. It's very vibrant. Um, yeah, I mean, again, we don't really know a whole lot about it, but that one's supposed to be coming out this year as well. Um, yeah, I'm totally down for a new mech game, especially on the Switch. Uh, this is developed by, it looks like a studio called Marvelous. Marvelous, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, do you, I mean, have you guys seen anything on this? Uh, just, just the reveal itself, but it, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely, I'm, that's something I'm definitely interested in and will play. Um, mm-hmm. I love mech games. I haven't played a lot of them, but I remember playing Mech Assault a lot back on the PlayStation. Yeah. And I, I loved those. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, that's something I'm definitely down for. Yeah, yeah, I think a mech game with Nintendo support is like bound to be pretty. Is good. that an exclusive too? Do we know? I think so. Yeah, let me. Sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's been announced for any other platform. They're they're they 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 aren't as much uh, like Microsoft and Sony. Like sometimes they won't even mention if it's an exclusive than it is. You know, like they kind of just announce games sometimes, and then yeah. later you find out it's exclusive. Yep, it doesn't say anything about any other platforms. So it, yeah. it probably is. I feel like Sony or Microsoft would have said, "Oh, we're getting that too." You know, right. so moving on here, man, we got a, a lot of games to cover, so let's let's kind of get through these. Um, Mortal Kombat 11, that was one again that they didn't really cover that is coming to the Switch, but it, it is. You know, when they revealed that at the Game Awards, yeah, um, it is definitely coming to the Switch. And man, that's so crazy—a game that violent and M-rated, nuts. right? On the <laughs> Switch, like, yeah, that, oh man, that was, that was one of the games that helped prompt the ESRB to exist too. So like, yeah. that was back when Nintendo was like, hey, man. We're not putting that in our system. Like they were, they weren't as on board with that as like Sega was on the Genesis. Yeah, that that Night Trap as well. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that'll be cool. Are you guys into fighting games really? I mean, I know we all kind of like Smash, but like, I'm not that into fighting games myself. Yeah. What about you, Chris? I'm I'm uh, semi regular with fighting games. I really like Soul Calibur, um, but for me, like Neverrealm kind of games don't really suit my style they're very hard to input moves for me mm-hmm. it's very strange it's very different to other fighting games 
Um, so yeah, Mortal Kombat 11 probably won't be for me, but I'm excited to see a port Same, like this yeah. um, coming to the Switch. Yeah, day and day. Especially with the, Unre- with the Unreal Engine uh, supporting it as well. It seems like other Unreal Engine games could be possible. I'm curious to so. see how it sells too, because obviously PS4, you know, we, as we just reported, has 92 million units mm. out there, so obviously it'll sell well there, but... It seems like the attach rate for the Switch is so high. Like, I, I would love to see yeah. those numbers compared at the end, you know? So, after that, um, we've got uh, Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy Twelve are coming to the Switch April 16th. Those are ports of, you know, the, the remasters, I guess, of, of no, those. Yeah, the PS4, yep, the PS4 versions. Yeah, the ports of those, yeah. Uh, I don't know shit about those games, so if maybe one of you guys wants to explain, you can certainly go do that. I don't know. I, don't... I know they're really popular PS2 Final Fantasies that I've had everyone tell me, like, you need to play those. So, I mean, mm-hmm. hey, I will now. I mean, I right. could have got on PS4, I just never did. But you know, I'll definitely. I'm play excited them. for twelve. Yeah. Uh, so um, what's? I'm excited for twelve on Switch because for me, like, I never really gave that a chance. So I'd love to dive in and give that one another go. Final Fantasy Ten is a classic, right? Um, and these games have never been on Nintendo platforms before, right? So I'm excited for people to just to finally play these games. Yeah, and I know like they've been waiting for like 10, 15 years. Or something. I, and and I know uh, ten is like really like well like people love 10 yeah. a lot like that's a lot of people's favorite yeah one. so it'll be cool to see that one on the system that's got but... the laughing man in it right <laughs> yeah yeah i i don't get that yeah, joke it's got that there's some guy that's got this really loud like over- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's it's terrible like it's 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 like if if somebody didn't like jrpgs for their voice actor that's one of the things they'd probably point at like they'd be oh, like God. yeah look at that it's not yeah, it's, it's it's way over the top. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so speaking of Final Fantasy, it looks like Final Fantasy VII also is coming to the system this year, but we don't have a date for that one yet. Um, so, so I imagine... I've never played Seven, so I'm definitely going to play it the Switch. I know that's crazy. Like, how could you have not played? I just never have, so... Right. Yeah, um, and, you know, that's one that, again, a lot of people really like, so I think having it on Switch will be awesome. I never played through that one myself. I played through 8 back in the day, and, you know, that one maybe doesn't hold up as well visually. And I know a lot of people got mad when they revealed all those Final Fantasy games, but no 8 is coming to the Switch, so... I've read there's, like, a licensing issue with that, because it hasn't really been re-released on a lot oh. of stuff. Huh. You know, licensing. like, it's, it's... What was licensed in that game? I don't remember. I just remember reading, like, that's one that hasn't been... Like, I think 9 was in the PS4. Yeah. If I remember correctly, but 8 didn't come out in the PS4. 9's coming to Switch as well. Yeah. Um, and then huh. World of Final Fantasy is coming to Switch too. So yeah. it's, kind of, it's the kind of outlier. Yeah, I think 8's like the one that hasn't been re-released on like right. anything. Yeah, so I yeah. wonder what's up with that. But anyway, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, I will definitely at least be picking up 7. Um, just because that's like, you know, a lot of people's favorite. Um, so moving on, we've got a couple of kart racers here. Um, I'm going to lump these together which maybe people might get mad about but we've got uh team team sonic racing and crash team racing um so first let's, let's just quickly talk on team sonic racing have you guys played any of the sonic racing games i played the the transformed one that was fun yeah that one was really really cool i like that one a lot i i like that one more than a than a couple of the mario kart games as well um yeah i am totally on board for that one i played it at e3 last year and it was okay like it, it definitely seemed like it needed more time so i think that one should be good to go uh but does it have different mechanics to the other games um i'm looking because I've, I've had it has some sort of weird yeah i'm looking alteration into <laughs> it here um let me see oh so by the way this one's coming out may 21st of 2019 Huh, let's see. 
Each split across the team Sonic also features. Oh, here we go. It, free, it features a variety of game modes, including a Grand Prix in which players compete to earn points. Seems pretty traditional. Time trial, exhibition, and then one mode, Team Adventure, is a story-driven campaign that serves as a tutorial and provides an explanation for why the characters are racing. Because we all know that's so important. Um, <laughs> it's it's the divi- you, 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 you say that, but a lot of people are like Sonic shouldn't be in a car, right? Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with those car. people. Why is Sonic? Why is Sonic driving? Aye, man. What's um, he doing? <laughs> it is divided into chapters, and players must com- compete. Or, sorry, must complete missions like collecting as many rings as possible. Ooh, I um, hope that's not too in depth because I don't want it to be. You know, it's yeah. a car racing game. Uh, unlike the main game, the teams in Team Adventure are predetermined. Blah 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 blah. Okay, so there's like a campaign and a story mode. Woohoo! <laughs> like I, I just I don't care why they're racing. Just let me race. I don't care. Let's move on to the proper kart race for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Crash team racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny you say that, Chris, because we are getting a proper kart racer. It's called Crash Team Racing. Yeah, Nitro Fuel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that will be out June twenty first. No, I don't want to shit on the Sonic games because no, it'll be fun. I'm just, really I'm so but, excited for Crash. But yeah, yeah, man, it seems like people are just like losing their minds over this. Um, and it's, I'm so happy it's coming to Switch. You know, day one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is basically like a remake of it's, the It's first... like an Insane Trilogy, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like from the ground up. Of of the original Crash Team Racing back yeah. in 99, I think is when it came out. Goddamn, we're old. <laughs> um, and yeah, this is, I mean, I cannot wait. Because I, I played that game a lot. I cannot oh, yeah. wait to see how beautiful this is in action. And That's just... still my favorite kart racer. And yeah. like, I love Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, but oh man. You know, yeah. like I love Crash Team Racing. So is it pretty much agreed that we're all three getting this game? Oh yeah. And we're all going to play it together. Nintendo's really great online. <laughs> yeah. Chris, you're, get, you're, you're getting this, right? Oh, probably, yeah. I've actually never played Crash Team Racing Ooh. before, so I'm excited. To... If you oh, don't, okay, I'll buy yeah. it for you and make you play it. Like <laughs> Misery style. Yeah, now you have no excuse. <laughs> you have no excuse. No, I just... I, I, like, I don't know. I haven't played Crash Team Racing in years, so I don't know how critical I can be of it now. But I, just in terms of nostalgia, I think... Well, I've I've, yeah. I've played it in the last few years on the on the PS, you know, my PS3 download of it, and like it's it still feels and controls really sharp. Like, I mean, and it, it, it's like Crash Bandicoot's graphics, where like they they still have that charm, like the 16-bit era did. You know, like it doesn't look bad, mm-hmm. and it feels great. And it's one of the few games where like I feel like I have a great sense of speed, but I feel like I'm still in control. Right. You know, I don't feel like I ever blame the game when I, like, fall off or something. Yeah, it, it, it still feels... The remake's going to be... I'm so excited. Yeah, and I love that reveal, too, that they did. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be cool. Him just um, popping out on stage, <laughs> hanging out with Jeff. Yeah, God, that costume. Where's Jeff's spam? <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so we've got so, you know a few more games here. Um, these are all ones I don't think have dates. So Animal Crossing, of course, is uh, supposed to be coming out this year. That is a day one buy for me. Uh, my partner Kennedy loves uh, Animal Crossing, so we're probably going to be taking turns oh, with that. Oh, I'm man. so excited. Yeah, that's going to be really fun. Are that's you guys 2019, into... though, right? We just don't have a date. Yeah, no date on that one. Um, hopefully we'll hear from it soon. But... My wife and I like collectively lost our shit when they got announced because we thought it was more Smash content, and then oh, it, right. it, it wasn't, you know, yeah. so... Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah, uh, Chris, is this one that you're into? Um, I've never tried the Animal Crossing series, but I'll, I'll give it a go. It's weird. So, I mean, imagine a really goofy version of The Sims, but Nintendo-ified. <laughs> Kinda. Right. That's not like but the with best the like of... with the day to dayness of like a Harvest Moon. Yeah. Or Stardew, kind of. You know, like there's still events and dates and 
you yeah, know. And, and a little bit of persona in there, and like day to day kind of thing. Yeah. So, oh. but there's no like combat, so that's where it can get weird. But if you're like, it's a co- really uh, addicting. Yeah, if you're a collectible kind of person, man, Animal Crossing is great, and it's one of those ones. It's almost like a mobile game in that you like want to keep checking in each day, like just to get your stuff, you know? Yeah, I've heard about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the music's different every single hour of the day, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, it's there's a lot of work put into it. I would kind of compare it to like, you know, how Smash Brothers, like the amount of detail is really high. I mean, I wouldn't say it's that high, but it's it's like that. Where there's a lot of care and detail put into yep. it. Like mm-hmm. the localization on it alone is like I've read about it because they want everything to have the same impact and intent. So like they change all the holiday, you know, like they make it line up with different like yeah. cultures and regions and country. It's great. Yeah. So, moving on here, it uh, lo- uh, looks like Bloodstain Ritual of the Night is finally supposed to be coming out this year. That's a game that got kickstarted, God, several years ago, um, and it just kept getting pushed back. That's the sort of Castlevania Symphony, Symphony of the Night spiritual yep. successor, I guess, from the same creator. From um, Ir- Ir- Irigashi, I think is Irigashi, his last name. yeah. Uh, man, I love Symphony of the Night so freaking much. So yes. A- anything... I'm very excited for that, and I want to play it in the Switch. I'm happy that uh, it's not going to be on the Wii U now. Oh, uh, well, yeah, that's fine. Uh, well, I mean, because they, they changed it from Wii U to Switch. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, and, I'm glad they did that. Yeah, and then they canceled the Vita version, of course, because nobody gives a shit about the Vita. Ah! Ah! Just chaps my ass. Um, they were like, hey, do those 50 people really want this game? Or Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's one I'm so excited for. Have you guys played Symphony of the Night before? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I try to replay it every year. Like, I love that oh, game. Oh, that's a good yearly game. Chris, have you played that one? I haven't played it, but it's on my list. Okay, you're... It's on my list to play. Ever... They just put it on the it's... PS4 as well, and then it's, in, for our listeners, it's backwards compatible on 360, so you can play it in Xbox One, mm-hmm. the uh, original, mm-hmm. you know, Xbox Live Arcade version. And then they did a Castlevania, uh, I forgot what it's called, but it's got Rondo of Blood and Symphony yeah. of the Night, and it's like 20 on, bucks on, on PS4. PS4. Yeah. So hopefully uh, Ritual of the Night is good. I know there's the Ritual of the Moon. That's like the 8-bit sort of game to hold you over. By Curse of the Moon was, uh, or, yeah, was or, received or Curse of the Moon, well by people. But yeah, that's one. Yeah. yeah, that's sort of like meant to tide you over. So yeah, I think you should give it a try, Chris. I think it is, man, that's like one of the best yeah. games ever, Symphony of the Night. So hopefully this is like sort of in the same vein of it. Um, so then moving on, Luigi's Mansion 3 is supposed to be oh, coming out this year, which holy shit what a year man like i love luigi's mansion so much so 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 much i love how weird it is and i love how it's like nintendo's take on horror which you know it's not horror of course but it's like <laughs> whoa yeah oh man mario <laughs> yeah oh man are you are you guys picking this one up is absolutely I mean, I, i've I already like... I, yeah i'm getting that immediately like I'll, I'll probably go and get that at midnight like you know like which i rarely do yeah i usually just grab it like you know when i got to work but yeah exactly yeah i don't know man i that's like i I know we did our uh top you know five games we're looking forward to this year that's up there for me man i'm so excited um what about you chris is this one that you might be picking up as well i might give it a go um i prefer them to make um mario strike is charged that's uh that's a totally different thing yeah i know but it's the same developer but i'd rather have them work on that but Luigi's Mansion 3 looks cool. Um, has a lot of personality to it, like the other two games. Right. Um, like, I never grew up with the GameCube, so that's the reason why, like, this year's like, Nintendo games have don't appeal to me too much. But, uh, 
Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they put the they put Luigi's Mansion 1 in the 3DS, you know, yeah. and you could you could play it on there. It's a really good game. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. It um, still holds up. Still especially the th- the 3DS version I think holds up pretty well. Yeah. And it really should have this 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 is a long time coming. Look, when they announced the year of Luigi, this should oh, <laughs> this should have been one of the games. That's what I was yeah. expecting to happen too. I was really sad that we only got the 3DS one. Well, at least we're getting still it. Still good, but at least yeah. we're getting it now. So so yeah, a few more games to get get through here, and then we'll go into sort of our predictions and that kind of thing. Um, so Marvel Ultimate Alliance three is going to be a Switch exclusive, which is supposedly coming out this year. Holy shit! Crazy! Holy yeah. shit! When that was announced at the Game Awards, I was like, exclusively on the Switch. How is that possible? Holy shit! Man, I think that's gonna sell really, really well. I like that because if that's Team Ninja working on, oh my god, it's awesome. If yeah. that's happening, that means Nintendo's like making it happen like they did with bayonetta 2 like they're publishing it which is really great because i mean hey nobody else stepped up into that i'm assuming yeah exactly and, and man it had, it had been like almost 10 years i think or if maybe yeah. it was 10 years since the last one so man i hope that they put the first two on the switch too and i don't care if it, they don't they don't need to be exclusive going forward once the licensing gets renewed because those are no longer available to buy digitally on xbox one and ps4 oh good point um i don't it doesn't need those don't need to be exclusive to to the switch I, you know i just i'm hoping that those are also on the switch those are great great games mm-hmm. and i would like oh. them to have life on the switch as well what i think is nuts is the first two original games were made by a western developer by a western publisher and the third game is from a western publisher by no no by a japanese publisher yeah. with a japanese developer it's strange yeah, yeah. We've, we've never seen something like that before how bizarre ever seeing a japanese game sequel to a western franchise right so this can be interesting and it's licensed which is weird too on yeah it's licensed yeah that'll be weird so the yeah, game looks I, like it won't be as uh, top-down um, focused as the other ones were, too. Like, it looks like it's going to be kind of behind the uh, shoulder. Oh, yeah. Kind of looks modernized to me. Yeah, yeah which, yeah. I mean, whatever. The gameplay is what I'm after, so I don't mind if, you know, that's kind of switched up. That's that's fine. Yeah. So, um, and then these two kind of go hand-in-hand. Hand. So, there's uh, Town, which is by the, the guys who make Pokemon, right? Um, and then yeah, Game Freak, Game Freak, yeah. Game Freak, yeah. So it's not, it's kind of yeah. And then there's the the mainline Pokemon game. So it's crazy to me that both of those are supposedly coming out this year. I don't know. I mean, I guess they have multiple teams, but man, um, I loved Pokemon Let's Go. So you know, I'm so yeah. Go ahead, totally guys, on. make more RPGs. Yeah, I'm yeah, totally I'm, I'm on board for you know the mainline Pokemon game. I hope a lot of that stuff carries over. Um, but I'm I'm very interested in Town. I think you know that's. It's kind of like nice for the developers, right? Because I mean, all they've been doing is cranking out Pokemon game after Pokemon game. So you know, for them to have like a new thing to work on, I think maybe that can be a lot of the ideas they had for Pokemon that you know they were unable to include in it, and that they just kind of like made their own game with it. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, have you guys seen any of the of the footage from Town? Like, it looks kind of. It looks it, similar it, to Pokemon. Almost, yeah, it right? looks really cool. And Pokemon's always had these like um, Earthbound vibes, kind of in the background, where like the characters are kind of quirky and the worlds uh, really. Yeah. I, so I, I'm excited to kind of see more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. They're a very good developer. Yeah, and I'm just happy they get to do something else other than than Pokemon. Well, I mean, they're still doing Pokemon, of course, but, you know. Yeah, they have I'm glad to see them too. do other stuff as well, because I'm sure there's people there that are like, oh, let's do something else, too. Right. It's always exciting to me to see a new Nintendo IP. Oh, my God, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? Like, I remember when Splatoon first came out, people were like, what is yeah. this? Is this going to be good? And it ended up being awesome, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, totally, 
Totally mm-hmm. cool with me. So um, we've got Metroid Prime 4 here. I don't want to talk too much on it because I don't think it's been confirmed <laughs> for 2019, but I guess it's possible it could come out this year. I personally don't think so. I don't think. We haven't even seen any footage. Yeah. You know, I, I think if we do get it, it'll be like holiday. Mm-hmm. But I honestly But if anything, don't. I think it'll be quarter one of uh, 2020. I don't, yeah, maybe. I think that's like, that's even being kind of generous. I really, man, I think when they announced that game, it literally was just a logo. And they like yeah, that, that's it. all they showed. Yeah, yes, it was so the music was, yeah. and the logo. Yep. I think we're seeing it this year, though, like some sort of gameplay footage. Oh yeah, I think we'll see maybe something from it. But but in terms of it coming out this year, I just yeah, there, there's no way, man. Um, okay, so yeah. final game here. Uh, this is funny. Uh, Untitled Goose Game, which I don't actually remember <laughs> them. I don't remember this announcement. W- was this at E3? <laughs> when when was this announced? I don't remember this at all. Do you guys do you guys remember? I this? don't think Nintendo were the ones that announced it. Nintendo was just showcased it in their indie. They're like Nindy oh, showcase. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It's like a stealth game though, right? It's the one where that goose is walking around causing mischief and mayhem. Oh man. I'm, I'm He's being so down. sneaky at the park and stealing people's stuff. I'm so down for a goose. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I hope, I hope that's what it's called. I hope they just call it Untitled Goose Game. Yeah, that'd be fine. Um, it looks like it's coming out to PC and Mac, of course, and then uh, Nintendo Switch in early 2019. Well, it's early 2019 right now, and I don't see no game. So what's Still going no on? name, unless that's on? the name. Yeah, I hope they leave that too. Uh, yeah, I'm down for more stealth games, especially with like a weird aesthetic like that. But yeah, I just haven't seen a whole lot. <laughs> Uh, it's developed by a studio named House House or ha- House Mouse. <laughs> House Hold on. Mouse. Okay. It's Mickey funny Mouse. on the Wikipedia it says developed by House Mouse, but then there's a picture that says House House. So, okay. <laughs> <what>? <laughs> okay. Oh, it is House House. Okay, House House. I think that's just a typo. All right, House House. All right. Well, yeah, sure. Um, so those are all the games we think might be coming out this year. A lot of those have been confirmed. A lot not. Um, but let's each say like one thing that we would like to see from the Switch this year. So, uh, Chris, let's see what what do you what do you would what would you like to see from the Nintendo Switch in 2019? I think we'll see a new Legend of Zelda of some kind. Um, I think we they've already set the base for Breath of the Wild. They worked five years on it. I don't think they want to completely scrap it and work on a complete new project. So I think we're going to see some sort of uh, Majora's Mask kind of sequel to um, Breath of the Wild this year. Yeah, I think a lot of... Maybe not releasing? Yeah. I think a lot of people were were hoping that would be last year, right? But maybe they need a little bit more time and and are are going to be putting it. Yeah, I think that's possible. Um, I don't know. I mean... I don't know anything about development, really, so I don't know how likely that is. <laughs> I know back in the N64 days, it, it maybe was easier to develop back then, so I don't know. I think Chris is right, though. With them, they're not going to want to scrap the assets and engine and all that. So mm-hmm. I think we won't. I think we'll see a new Zelda announced, and it will be kind of the Majora's Mask to the Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Not necessarily in, in, in thematic uh, presentation, but like at least it'll be kind of like, oh, this is kind of like Breath of the Wild, but it's different. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be announced, and we'll probably see it in a year or two. Huh. I think my only hang-up is just the turnaround time. I, I, I'm totally with you, Chris. I totally think that, yes, they're going to keep that engine and do something else with it. I just don't know that it would be so soon after Breath of the Wild, I guess, is my only hang-up. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think we'll see some sort of announcement, mm-hmm. maybe at E3, maybe later in the year. Yeah. Maybe at the Game Awards. Yeah. I, I think we'll see something Zelda-related this year. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll see if that comes true. I certainly hope so, because, man, Breath of the Wild is so freaking awesome. 
Um, okay, so Josh, what would you like to see from Nintendo Switch this year? Um, I would really like to see... Uh, I want more Wii U ports. Um, those don't interfere with new games, even though people like to act like they, they don't. Um, I would like to see like Wind Waker HD, uh, Twilight Princess. Um, I'd like to see... Um, Oh, what was I? What was I gonna say? I'd like to see. Oh, Pikmin three, Skyward Sword. Oh my Sword. god, yeah, Pikmin three. Holy like, shit! There's no reason these can't be on the Switch. Even even with the touchscreen stuff. That look, if one of the best games that showcases this, I think, um, uh, Little Inferno and uh, oh, yeah. uh, World of Goo. That Joy-Con uh, uh, gyro technology is like a Wii Wii controller, but like times thirty. Like yeah. they could easily um, put those kinds of games on here. So I I really want to see. I want the Wii U to have no reason to exist because it there's a that, that system. Well, I mean, it, it flopped, but not due to software. You know, the first party support was great. Yeah. So I want them to take these just truly, truly, just imaginative and just wonderfully, beautifully developed games and put them on the system that where it'll they'll get the love that they deserve. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I think the Switch had, so, or not the Switch, the Wii U had some really, really good games. I mean, we just talked about New Super Mario Bros. U and like Bay- oh, 3D World too. I want the 3D yeah, World. 3D Mario. World, Bayonetta, uh, Wind Waker. I know that's not a Wii U game; it's a GameCube game, but you know, still. Um, yeah. Twilight Princess. I'm actually not wild about, but I know a lot of people really like. So that too. Um, I love that game. I just <laughs> want every. I want every Zelda game in the Switch. Like yeah. it's the definitive Nintendo console. Put all the definitive games on it. Yeah. Oh, and, Chris, and if they're can- not. Chris, Sorry, we can argue about uh, uh, Twilight Princess later because I do have some <laughs> I have some criticisms of that game, but we'll get into that later. If they're not mm-hmm. going to do a virtual console, then whatever. Just do like a Sega Smash Pack style release where like, hey, here's a cartridge that has, you know. There's um, no way they'll do that. They'll sell them individually for $60 a piece. That's what they'll I do. I just want Mario 3 in the Switch. And I don't want to have, I know, I know there's the Nintendo Online thing, but like I want to buy, you know, a bunch of old yeah. games. Yeah, maybe. So bad. I just they are really. It's good not going to happen though. Yeah, they they want our sixty dollars for each game. So, um, and then okay, so the thing I really want to see from the Switch this year is I would like to see a new Switch, like a Switch two or something like that, where it has a better battery life, um, it can run you know higher fidelity games, more processing power, that kind of thing, just because. The install base is there, man. Like, the people are on board. Oh, so you um, mean like a PS4 Pro, Xbox One X? Some, yeah, something like that, okay. yeah. Because... So no exclusive games, but... No, 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 no. God, well, uh, yeah, I guess there would be exclusive games, maybe. Because if, you know, the previous version of the Switch couldn't run it. Kind of like new Nintendo 3DS, like that. But maybe not like the major. Like, maybe not like yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, okay, you know, you know how we saw, like, Assassin's Creed Odyssey running on the Switch, you know, with the streaming service. I don't yeah. like that wouldn't work here because internet is not as prevalent in the U.S., which is crazy to say. But like you know, in rural rural areas, um, yeah. it's just not a thing. Whereas in Japan, yeah, you go on a subway and there's internet. And they're and it's playing totally Resident fine. Evil Seven on there. Yeah, right. Yeah, Switch. Resident Evil Seven. That's another one. Um, but man, can you imagine like Red Dead on the Switch? Like that'd uh, be so that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be so cool. But that that thing would catch on fire if it tried to run it like it's just not gonna work right yeah so i think <laughs> I, I would be down with that i just don't want it to be i want it to be like the new 3ds where like if they do have exclusives it's not a lot and mm-hmm. i hope it's the more uh i yeah. hate to say i hate they call xenoblade niche but like i don't i don't want the new zelda to be exclusive to the switch 2.0 you know what i mean yeah they would have to be smart with it um and that's a good point you bring up that i hadn't considered like how would that work with games that should come out on both like the whole point is that red dead can't run on switch 1.0 
But then what so, would it would it run on two point? Maybe maybe like, there's third party exclusives, but yeah, you know. Oh, that's a good point. So like all Nintendo games would work on both, but then maybe just run a little bit better. I don't know. But the pro the problem is like Nintendo's done that before with the new 3ds. Yeah, with Xenoblade Chronicles. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll do that. We'll see. But and I, I, I doubt I'll it. just buy a Switch 2.0. That's fine. I just I remember being a kid and being like, oh, I can't afford this new system yet, and I want that game. And I would hate for that to happen to so many parents or so many kids where their parents bought them a Switch. Because I remember trying to explain to my mom the difference between a, a an Xbox 360 and an Xbox. Oh, you know? Yeah. And my mom was like, you already oh. have an Xbox. You don't need a new one. Right. And, you know, that that's that's kind of what I'm thinking of. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my that's, God. <laughs> that's an even, be- yeah, an even better example. Yeah. Wii and Wii U. Oh, no. So, yeah. I, I'm not a designer, so that's why I'm not there making these decisions. But... Basically, bottom line, I want to be able to play Red Dead on my Switch. So. Yeah, and I, I definitely <laughs> however want that, better yeah, battery however life that can too. happen. Yeah, better battery life too. However that can happen, make it happen, Nintendo. I'll pay more money for Give it. me Kingdom Hearts 3 on yeah, Switch. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3 on Switch. Let's go. Anything. I mean, anything that... I mean, obviously, like, exclusives wouldn't work. Like, no Forza or whatever. But, like, yeah, anything that's, like, third party, put it on the Switch, man. And I just know that it can't run it right now, so that's why I said that. I really, really, really could honestly see, with with how well Phil and Nintendo have been getting along, I could see them, like, allowing them to put, like, old Rare games and stuff. You know, like Banjo and stuff. I think Ravery plays coming to it. Oh, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if I could yeah. see them doing that. Huh. That would be because I mean, Rare Replay is not selling Xbox. It's not going to sell any systems. Let's be honest. You know what I mean? But I could uh, see them being like, you know, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Some of these are NES games. Almost anyway. that rumor of Super Lucky's Tale coming to it as well. Yeah. I think that's a possibility. Good point. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, I'm really excited for this year because January is always that time where we're like, you know, a lot can change. You know, right? And we're all just like speculating. And then by this time next year, we would be looking back on 2019, going, "Holy shit! What a crazy year!" Maybe, hopefully. And I'm so. impressed with how packed things already are. Not just, like, um, Nintendo, but, like, in general. Like, this used to be kind of, like, where things slowed down a little bit. We caught up on our, our our games we got on sale and stuff, like, you know, quarter yeah. four of the previous year. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Resident Evil 2, Crackdown 3, you know, Yoshi, Mario. Like, it's just, it's nuts. Yeah, our poor wallets. Yeah. So, so we'll look forward to that. Um, and then next week we'll be doing our uh, PlayStation predictions and what, you know, what's coming out for PlayStation in 2019. So please look forward to that. Um, so quickly, let's just wrap up the show here with what we've been playing. I know we're running a little long today, but that's just because Nintendo has so much that, you know, might be happening. This good year. problem to have. Yeah, good problem to have. Um, so we'll just, you know, we'll go through these quickly here. Um, I'll, I'll take it to you, Josh, since we're, you know, still on the Nintendo topic. Um, and I know you've been playing a little bit of uh, Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Um, how are you liking it? Like, I mean, I know you said you're pretty into it before but i mean can you tell us a little bit more about yeah it? i've been having a really great time um i look i love the wii u but man that thing felt like a fisher price toy the, <laughs> the gamepad so yeah. I, I the the difference is i actually like playing i like i like playing the switch and and there's and, and like we talked about before nintendo's experimenting with other things with mario with odyssey and um um also the other experimentation with like the um like yoshi and stuff so like it, it it's okay for there to be kind of a quote-unquote safe 2d mario for me mm-hmm. yeah because there's other stuff going on it's not like i think that was a really bad launch title for the wii u i'll just put it that way because me me playing a a sequel to a long-running mario franchise that's plays it safe isn't as exciting but being able to play a damn good 2d mario that was so tightly polished and up there among 
um, my favorite 2D Marios on the Switch is really fantastic. And I would just like to add, I love Odyssey and I love the 3D Marios, but 2D Mario is my favorite. So it's it's really exciting to get to play um, this on uh, on the Switch and I'm, I'm having a great time with it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I would have my copy right now, but Best Buy, I don't know what happened with them. They weren't able to make the launch date, so I'm getting mine tomorrow. So mm. next week I'll report back on uh, on how I feel about it. But I loved it on Wii U, so I imagine. And the, the drop-in, yeah. drop-up multiplayer is great, too. Because, I mean, I, I'm playing through it on my own, but there's times where my wife will jump in and play a couple levels yeah. with me. And so I like that that's an option, too. So uh, so speaking of multiplayer games, it looks like you're playing another fun multiplayer game here. What else What else have you been playing? Oh, yeah. Uh, so we picked up Overcooked 2 at launch. And like we pre-ordered and everything on the Switch. We loved the first one. And uh, we kind of didn't play it for a little while. And then my wife and I just started uh, pl- playing through more of it again the other day. And that's just... It's it's such a fun game. I think it should be used in marriage counseling, too. Because you got to <laughs> communicate good. Luckily, God. we can yell at each other. And like we know like it's just a game. It's cool. Because I'll be like, oh order, 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 order. Come on. And then, you know, it's just... <laughs> It's great that you can do that and just yell at each other, and guys, and then like, at the end you get three stars. You guys like just... get a divorce afterwards because you fucking have a fight over overcook. <laughs> overcook, it's so intense. Like it's so it's so crazy. But yeah, uh, the first one was a lot of fun, but they really they fixed a lot of stuff with the second one. Uh, the variety is a lot better, and the levels. Um, yeah. Being able to throw items is really cool. I mean, you can throw stuff uh, from your raft to the other person's raft. And, like, you can actually, if you line it up just right, you can throw it right in the deep fryer for them and stuff like that. So that's cool. Um, and then a big thing is I used to get stuck on surfaces a lot more and have trouble targeting the correct surface in the first one. And I still have that sometimes in this one, but it's it's a lot less. And so that's – it, it makes a, a fun concept even more exciting and polished. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Definitely a great game. I would not play that unless you have someone to play with because you can technically play it by yourself, but you're controlling both characters, and it's like... No good. I, I can't even imagine the stress there. You'd probably get a hernia, so I would just play it with somebody. But it's yeah. got online, too. So okay. if you feel like plugging your phone in and <laughs> no, and using Nintendo's, yeah, you can do it that way, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, yeah. And then any more to report back on Final Fantasy thirteen? Um, I'm just kind of still chucking my way through it. I'm not super far yet, but um, like I mentioned uh, last week, it's it's really refreshing playing a linear RPG. Yeah. In this climate where everything's 75 hours long. I'm with you. Um, I love that. Yeah. So that was my complaint at launch, Chris. Uh, you weren't here last week, but that was my kind of complaint at launch. I was telling Joseph like when that came out, I got it the day it came out and Xbox 360, and I was all excited. And then I was like, oh, this is this is linear. This isn't. This is no good. But I was in high school then, you know, and I wanted every game to be big and you know now i'm okay with a linear game it's fine right um so chris tell us let's let's talk about what you've been playing but skip resident evil right for now so we can talk about that to, uh, later um so what else have you been playing besides resident evil 2 i have quite a lot so i'll just go for them quick i guess um so i've been playing death may cry and death may cry 3 for the first time oh man um i've heard a lot of good things about this series but like for me it's starting off pretty slow and a little repetitive, but hopefully as I go through the game, it will get better. Sorry, my voice is really starting to go now. Oh, okay, yeah, we're um, wrapping up here. What <clears throat> systems are you playing those on? Uh, PS4. Oh, PS4, okay. Oh, on the collection yeah. or whatever it's called, yeah. Yes. I just played the yeah. demo for the... I never played either, and I just played the Devil May Cry 5 demo a couple weeks ago, and it was it was pretty cool. I like the, I liked the you know, oh, concept. Oh, man, I'm so excited for 5. I think that looks so cool. Yeah. Um, what else have you been playing, Chris? Uh, Dragon Quest XI. I played a bit of that. 
Um, it's a beautiful game, uh, and I love the turn-based combat. It, you have to really think about how to uh, defeat your enemies, and uh, there's there's no like uh, random encounters, so you Ooh, can nice. just go up to like a monster and fight it. But the problem is, is the music is just oh, that's awful. what I've heard. Yeah, and the, I've heard everybody say and the that. voice acting's bad. Yeah, and the voice acting's not good at points. Why is so. that with JRPGs? The music's either like oh my god, memorable. I'm listening to this on Spotify, or it's just terrible. Yeah, you know? I don't know. <laughs> like it just there goes. Are... That's what it usually is. And it, it always it's weird, but like it's not orchestrated as well. So that's mm. what annoys me is synthesized. Uh. And my dad, he's played through the whole game without the music on oh, because he god. can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of awkward yeah it's kind of awkward watching him play it sometimes because it's complete silence um, uh, another game I've been playing is Jack 2 recently um, I've heard a lot of good things about the series as well just like Devil May Cry but my problem with Jack 2 is just the gameplay is um, the game design's a bit wacky at points and the checkpoints are so far apart. It's like you're playing a Dark Souls game sometimes. God. That came out in the middle it's, of GTA uh, 3. Like, you know, when that was yeah. really big. And so I read that that influenced them trying to, like, make it more open. And and I hate it. I hate it because <laughs> I, I really don't like the city exploration. Huh. The city's so boring. The, music's an, the music is really, really repetitive and yeah. um, annoying at points. So, and... Uh, yeah, just the driving sucks. So there's a lot of missions that focus on that. So, but for some reason, I just I, I like playing this game because the platforming solid. I do like the gunplay, um, and Jack and Daxter are just funny at points. So it just keeps me going. Just see what happens. I've never in the story. played the Jack games, but isn't the second one kind of like the least loved one out of the three? It's a black sheep. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah I loved the first one, but the second one's. So I, that's one I hope that is revisited, sort of like Ratchet and Clank for you know PS4, PS5, uh, maybe by a different studio or something. But yeah, that that's one that a lot of people really miss, and we haven't seen it in a while. Oh, the franchise itself. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, Jack and Daxter. Yeah. Um, and then anything else you're playing, Chris? Um, yes, Persona Three, Four, and Five Dancing. I platinum five. Persona five. Nice. So platinum by three and five. Uh, Transistor, I played for the first time and finished it. So it's the first game I finished in 2019. Um, beautiful art style, love the combat, awesome game. And Final Boss is really interesting too. Mm -hmm. I love how they did that. Um, Soul Calibur 6, I played. Kingdom Hearts Birth First Sleep 0.2, a fragmentary passage, game number 2 of 2019. Because I kind of just wanted to get that flavor of how God Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be like on PS4. So, yeah, I just played for that again, loved it. And bit Kingdom Hearts 2. Man. So, I'm playing for that one more time before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. Because I've heard you like that game a little bit, Kingdom Hearts. I heard, I heard. I, it's, my, it's, my, it's my favorite game of all time. So. <laughs> Man, you've been busy. And it, also, you know, you weren't here last week. So, you've been reporting. This is like, you know, a few weeks worth of stuff you've you've been playing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I think I've left out a few things as well. Well, so. yeah. But... Like Batman, the enemy within. And oh, stuff man. Like yeah, that. there's a lot of stuff there. Um, okay. So I'm going to also, we'll, we'll talk about Resident Evil 2 remake demo here in a minute. I just want to quickly run through mine. Um, I platinum My Name is Mayo because I'm a piece of shit. And uh, that, ga <laughs> that game, <laughs> that game, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that game. You, yeah. can, you can platinum it in like 
30 minutes or something basically you just tap this mayo oh jar. you piece of shit yeah. you just you, you, you tap this mayo jar and then you like put different costumes no on it. yeah and it's oh no well, the reason i played this game though is because i had just finished platinuming resident evil 7 so get off my back <laughs> <laughs> i wanted i wanted yeah, something okay. to like counter out all the in-depth you know, <laughs> like horribly violent you know and man resident evil 7 is so freaking good that game does not get the credit it deserves i mean it, it's fully it's, um, it's awesome god game. it is fully playable in vr and just the exploration is incredible the, the the like map design is awesome i love everything about that game i think it's so cool um Same. platinum is yeah pro- the platinum's really hard i'm glad you like that game though because man a lot of people just like don't talk about it i don't know why um and then i played a little bit best way to play is with friends <laughs> oh yeah like jumping around and like getting scared yeah. together yeah that sounds fun um and then quickly just uh hitman go i've been playing on the vita uh the little system that you might have heard of but people don't give sony it hasn't <laughs> yeah the vita um and uh killzone mercenary which i was playing earlier today i was playing online which weirdly enough that game still has an active online community i don't know wow. how so the last thing i want to talk about before we uh, close the show for the day is the resident evil 2 remake demo which as we discussed earlier is timed you only get 30 minutes to complete it but man oh man is that a good video game and i am so excited about it i stepped it up yeah I stepped it up man it just feels so good like you remember playing that game like and it it kind of feels familiar but it just feels so modernized and like i just i i look forward to going into a new room every time and i know that maybe sometimes something will jump out maybe sometimes something won't and it just captures that like horror feel so well, but also it doesn't feel like overbearing where you don't you you have no idea what to do. Man, I'm so excited, and I just I love how you know you remember Leon looking back in the day, and then now he just looks you know awesome like he looks PS4 ified, right? Yeah. So oh man, I'm so excited. But it's not just the graphics; the voice work is so much better. Yep. Um. Yeah. Like. I was really surprised by the, the voice quality. It's like an uncharted kind of level voice acting for me. Right. Um, it's, it's it's in that echelon. Yeah. And um, yeah, I I really enjoyed the the gameplay itself. Like the it controls really. Oh my well. god! Yeah. Um, and it's unexpected as well because there's uh, cover your cover your ears, Josh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Spoiler. But spoilers. um, but there's like a spoiler. Um, there's like a zo- there's like zombies that just don't die. <laughs> yeah. And I found that really cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was really surprised by. It. I was like, "Are you still alive? What the hell?" See, you know what's funny? <laughs> so, I've heard yeah, of that, maybe but I didn't encounter any of those. Like, I don't know. Oh really? Yeah. I don't know if maybe we went different ways or what. Like, because you told me that you didn't actually get to finish the demo. And I'm, no, I, I must have just, like, sped through it and just, like, mainlined what I was supposed to do. Because I beat it in, like, 13 minutes, like, apparently. I don't know how that's possible. Damn. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm curious to see, like, maybe you went a totally different way and that's why you weren't able to finish it. the thing it. is, I'm not, I'm not as, I haven't played the game before. So, I was a little confused as to where to go. And, oh, you know, interesting. I'm trying to figure out where, where to be. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, yeah, and that one will be out uh, January 20. 20- fifth so in a couple weeks here man that's like my most yeah. anticipated game i know you're looking forward to kingdom hearts but 
Oh man. Four days four days before Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> so So yeah, so so yeah. next week 20, January twenty Yeah, so but next week too I'm sure because I don't think Josh or I are gonna play that, right? Josh, you're not playing Kingdom Hearts. Oh, uh, not uh, not at launch. But yeah, I haven't played the other two. Yeah. yeah. No. So Chris, you'll have to tell us. Yeah, you, you'll have to tell us all about that next week. I'll be very glad. To. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you would. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So that about wraps it up for episode seven. It's kind of cool that we've been doing this for seven weeks now, and man, I'm I'm happy yeah. and I'm happy with where the show's going. Um, any closing thoughts, anybody, for this episode? Uh, don't forget to download the epilogue they're patching in for Kingdom Hearts 3. Not just to Chris, oh. but everybody. I saw they're yeah. patching in an epilogue for free. Yeah. And Josh, don't forget to download the Resident Evil 2 remake demo, which I think you're maybe doing right now as we speak, right? Uh, it's already downloaded. Yeah, I'm going to play it later tonight. I'm cool. so excited. Report back when you when you play it, because oh, yeah. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Um, okay, so this has been Episode 7 of Active Quest. It is now called Active Quest. We dumped the uh, games list name for SEO purposes, and I don't think anybody's going to mind about that. Um, we're happy we're happy with the name and i think it'll be better going forward so thank you everybody for watching and take care see you next week where we get to talk about ps4 in the year of 2019 and uh kingdom hearts 3 bye credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.